Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 3, Episode 2. And today, we're talking about the first couple rules of money. In my book, The Blueprint of Wealth, link is below, there I listed out a, I think it was 13 rules of money. And then there's four different sections in that thing. And I figured we'd talk about the rules of money because they're kind of important. You gotta know the rules of the game if you're going to try to play the financial game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the first section is what we're going to talk about today. And the first section is quit losing money. Warren Buffett, rule number one for investing is don't lose money. The first step to wealth is savings. Saving is essentially what you kept and didn't lose. So the first rule is your income must be higher than expenses. To put it simply, you can't save anything if your expenses are too high. If your expenses are equal to or higher than the money coming in, then you will always be broke. This holds true for business and personal life. If your business is unprofitable, then it's going to disappear. If your financial personal life doesn't generate positive income, positive savings each and every month, then you're not getting anywhere. And you only have so long of a time. And a lot of you probably already have kids. A lot of you don't. Kids, once once kids enter the picture, your ability to move financially at the speed that you are capable of drastically decreases. Because kids are expensive. When you're single, you can just say, eh, screw it, I'm going to go live in my car for a year. Save up a bunch of money and start a business. But when you have kids, you can't really do that. So back on track. Your income must be higher than your expenses. Quit blowing all of your money. What are you blowing your money on? The average American spends $3,000 a year on restaurants. And this is just yourself. This isn't if you have like a spouse and you're both going out to eat on a regular basis. This is it. You by yourself, you're spending roughly $3,000. And this is an average. That means there's people who spend more and people who spend less. Are you blowing your money on the $5 coffee? Like people like to make jokes about um, what I'm talking about. Quit eating out. Don't buy the $5 coffee. They like to make jokes. I'm like, yeah, that won't make a big difference. I'm like, yes, it will. I have friends who make more than me or who have historically made more than me. I have friends who have made historically historically who have made less than me. I've lived with friends who at the time made about the same amount as me and we were very open with how much money we had. My simple habits of being more frugal added up drastically, like a couple of extra zeros drastically. It really doesn't matter what you make. It matters what you keep and where the money is going. Next rule of money. How much do you save? 
It doesn't matter how much you make. All that matters is how much you keep. I think I already said that. I basically already talked about this, but essentially, you got to make sure that what you're doing in your daily life is not decreasing your financial progress. And if you're trying to be successful, which means you don't just want to be status quo, uh, work 40 years and work your life away and then die, then you probably are wanting, you're probably listening to this podcast because you're wanting to speed up the process. And I hate to break it to you, but until you have done the first step, the first step to wealth is cutting your expenses and saving and saving and saving. Uh, Warren Buffett's friend, partner, I don't, business partner, I don't remember what his name is. Um, I think it's like Munger or something. Um, he has a quote that's something along the lines of saving that first hundred thousand dollars is a B, but you have to do it. You're not going to drastically increase your wage to be able to have all this extra money to invest and start a business and all that. The only way that you're going to come up with the money to invest in real estate, to start a business, to run ads for whatever uh, crafts you make, to increase your education, all of it takes money. And that money has to come from what you are currently making. Now, yes, if you are a skilled salesperson or just a really, really good entrepreneur, which I am not, I'm a decent one, but I'm not not, I'm not a really fantastic entrepreneur and I'm a terrible salesman. But if you have those natural skills, yes, you might be able to go out and just start, work your way, start your business with absolutely nothing. But for most of you, you have to have a little bit of money and odds are you need a lot more than a little bit. And that's where the third rule of money that we're talking about comes in and that's paying yourself first. Your income has to be higher than your expenses. It doesn't matter. And then the second one is it doesn't matter what you earn. You have to save. What you save is what your bank account resembles. If you don't save a lot, then your bank account zero. If you save a, a little, then you have a little bit. If you save every penny that you possibly can, then your bank account's going to reflect that. And how do you do that? Well, you got to pay yourself first. You got to make sure that the money that's coming in, that at least a portion of it is immediately set aside for investing in your future, whether that's for education, for business, for real estate, for um, investing in the stock market. All of those are super useful and all of you can go in different routes and do all of them. I've done all of them except for I haven't I haven't done the school part not because I'm and I schooled per se which we'll actually talk about much more in depth but um just but just because I'm fast I don't want to spend a year on a subject I want to spend 16 hours listening at triple speed on a subject 7 days a week straight until I have a mastery of the subject and school just has a lot of filler that pisses me off but I, I digress. So you got to pay yourself first. You got to make sure that you set aside certain amounts of money, whether that's 10%, 20%, 40%. You got 
you got to set that aside. And when you're first starting out, it'll be slim because you're not used to cutting your expenses and you're probably on a limited income. You're probably already super expanded, which we'll talk about cutting expenses in a different episode. But essentially, you need to cut your expenses down so that way, well, if you're stuck, you need to cut your expenses down so that way you can start paying yourself first. And that money needs to come first. It's not pay your bills and then figure it out. It's you've set it aside and then somehow figure out to pay your bills. The drug addict always figures out how to um, cover his drug addiction, and you need to act like that. If at the end of the month you're out of money, well, then you need to figure something out, but you need to make sure that you pay yourself first. And the reason behind this is because when you pay yourself first and then you start implementing that into your investments and your education, then you're going to start generating more money. And that's how you start climbing. And unfortunately for a lot of you, you're in the hole. You're climbing. First, you have to climb out of the pit before you can start climbing the summit. And we'll talk about the financial traps in a different episode. But fortunately, a lot of you have been trapped. And things are probably going to get rougher from here on out. Next key to not losing money is to keep in mind of inflation. We've been talking about savings so far, but inflation is a nasty critter. And while I can't guarantee that inflation is going to get super bad here in the near future, me and everyone, every financial expert that I know of is expecting it. So if you don't want to lose money, you can't just let it sit there. You have to actually use the money. So like I've talked about in, uh, I think I've talked about in previous episodes, how I like to have at least $10,000 in cash for just, just for comfort purposes. I, I don't like to be completely leveraged out, which we'll talk about leverage in another episode. Um, I like to have a little bit of cash. Now, it, is it necessarily the best strategy for maximizing my money? No, but I, I like that comfort. However, with my anticipation of extreme inflation, which we've already had some pretty decent inflation, I have actually stopped doing that because I don't want to lose the money. So I am much more leveraged and have a lot more invested because Inflation steals savings. You can't just save your money and expect to be able to use that money later. Inflation will carve away at your savings account. So once you start stockpiling the money, figure out a way to protect that money from inflation. Which goes to my next point of not losing money. Don't invest money in things that the sole purpose is to look cool. I'm talking about for in your personal life. Don't buy a fancy house. Don't buy a fancy car. How fancy are your clothes? I knew a, so there was this one time I was living in Colorado at the time about up in the mountains up in ski resort country and I'm a very religious guy. I go to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and this guy called up the missionaries which you probably see they're the guys in suits with name tags on them uh, he called up the missionaries because he knew that um, Latter-day Saints are pretty generous. And he was like, hey, I'm stuck up here in the mountains and I need to somehow get down to Denver 
to hop on a bus so I can go back to California. Well, I was the sucker that said yes. I'm like, yeah, sure, I can drive him down. He hops in the car, and he can't afford... He's not even paying for the bus ticket. His friend is paying for the bus ticket. He can't afford to get down to Denver, but he hops in the car with $500 shoes, a $200 belt, uh, I think he said a $300 pair of pants, and a $500 shirt. And at the time, I think I was making 14 an hour um, with my day job. And he was talking about how he makes 25 an hour. Me making 14 an hour with thousands in the bank, beginning this journey of investments and starting my businesses and writing my books at 14 an hour. And then this man, so completely broke, he can't get himself home without help. And he's wearing a, like $1,500 worth of clothes. So where is your money going? That's the basic key takeaway for this episode is where's your money going? You have to make sure that your income is higher than your expenses so that way your savings go up because it doesn't matter how much you earn. It matters how much you save. And to do this, you need to make sure that you pay yourself first so that way you can then use that money instead of just holding on to it for because of inflation using that money to start generating you more money. And that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Next week, we are going to talk about the rules of money of time, because time is super important when it comes to money. And with that, I will see you all next week.